You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by 29 Brew Pub and Wood-Fired Pizza and To Die For Cupcakes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey, welcome to the Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that only qualifies for two passes to Wizard World, Ohio. I'm Josh. I'm Sam. I'm Samantha. And I'm Cody. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you for tuning in. A uh, bunch of news to go over as usual, but first, let's do some stuff we've been uh, checking out. Um, been checking out a couple things other than Metal Gear, which I'm still playing and still continues to be amazing. Metal Gear. How far yeah. along are you on that now? Oh, like 10? 10% maybe, and I've probably wow. played it for a solid five or six hours. Jeez. It's a big game. Yeah. Nice. Uh, get it. Even if you have to get the older version for older consoles, just get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we talked about that a lot last week. Yeah. So. Um, also, I've been playing Zeo Drifter, which is free on PlayStation Plus this month. It's a, it's a Metroidvania style game. Although I, I struggle to put the Vania in there because it's just basically it is Metroid. Oh, uh, okay. You're a little spaceman that goes around these four different planets. Cool. His, his ship breaks down. He needs to find something to get it to work. Space you, gas. You explore these four planets in a very Metroidian fashion. Is it a side-scroller? Yeah. 2D side-scroller pixel pixel art. Very cool. Uh, it's, it's really good. I mean, it's it's very bare-bones. There's only one boss. But uh. he, attack, he attacks in different ways every time. And he has some really, like, um, fun tells that... So you know when to avoid what move that makes it feel rewarding at least for paying attention yeah but uh it, it's scratching a metroid itch that nintendo refuses to do anything about so well until the nx probably <laughs> so you can if, hope if metroid's yeah. your thing and you're starving for something like it xeno drifter is good zeo drifter zeo drifter okay cool cool it's, it's not, i've been playing it on the vita but it's also on the ds and the pc and just about everything so uh look that up well we have been watching an anime before bed called what is it ultimate otaku teaser yeah <laughs> we put it on just thinking it's going to be another trash anime you know with it just you know and then you just get really into it it's actually pretty good <laughs> we were really surprised especially with like the school theme we thought we we're totally gonna see a bunch of upskirts and but not dumb a anime one. crap yeah well, I thought, you know, it, the plot is this nerdy guy who doesn't do anything because... Well, because he has YD. Which, yeah, which means he can only do what he yearns to, to do. do. Ah. <laughs> but he's forced to become a teacher, and I figured, you know... How's he forced to become a teacher? His sister makes him. Oh. Because she constantly is threatening him with a baseball bat all the time. Oh, so that's how that works? So <laughs> I... So... To become a teacher, I just have to be threatened with bodily well, violence? He's, like, super, super smart. Ah, okay. Yeah. But he doesn't want to do anything. Exactly. Okay. He runs a blog. An anime blog, yeah. Oh, okay. He's more concerned about his blog than he is anything That's else. He beats City Weird! <laughs> <laughs> but he helps out the students. They all have problems. Like, if each episode focuses on, like, one of his students, and he helps them. By creating ridiculous schemes and, like... Almost Lupin in nature schemes <laughs> to trick their, his students into solving learning. their... Learning a yeah, lesson. Yeah, learning a lesson. Huh. Interesting. 
But I thought, you know, with the the premise of some awkward nerd guy becoming a in teacher a, in a school, in a school, it's like it's just going to be a bunch of anime trash yeah. tropes. How many times has he like gotten a nosebleed from none? None, none, none really. Times. I am surprised. It's like, it's not That's good. why it's good. It, wow. it doesn't do. It doesn't do the tropes. Yeah. Okay. Should we talk about the last two episodes of the first season? Uh, yeah, the last two episodes were a little iffy because the last couple arcs is there's a couple truant students that he has to hunt down and get him to go to school. Okay. One of them is a boy who dresses like a girl because he wants to be cute, which, you know, no it's big fine. deal. Yeah, whatever. Which I would... I They're guess, very androgynous in Japan anyway. Like, I would label it as transvestite. Yeah. If I had to put a label on it, because he never yeah, said... They, yeah, they don't officially label it in the show. Which is fine. But he gets gets him to come to school by, like, threatening to out him in front of everybody. Oh. And, like... They're... And he's trying to show him to be proud of who he is and not be ashamed, but he was getting bullied, and that's why he stopped going to school. <laughs> like, it comes off as really harassing and weird. Oh, that is weird. Like, he throws a party and invites all her classmates and her harasser, or his harassers. Like, it's really weird. Yeah, like, it sounds kind of... Like, like if, you don't, if you don't think about it and just, like, go along with the show, like, you wouldn't notice it, probably. But if you stop and think about it for two seconds, it's like, this is weird. <laughs> like, this is not cool. Like, they, they had the... Uh, not the right idea. The... the the show's heart was in the right place. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, it wasn't trying to say anything bad, but the way it went about it was not cool. Also, at least they handled the plot line well. It wasn't something that was resolved over one episode. It was like three episodes of this kid okay. you know, coming to terms with going back to school and all this. I, I was surprised with the level of, I don't know the word. Maturity? Yeah, the maturity. It, yeah, hmm. it handled the plot actually a pretty decent anime yeah we were really surprised huh interesting just put it on to fall asleep too and hmm. a lot better than prison school which i also <laughs> watched oh god it is as bad as you're thinking yeah, yeah it sounds pretty rough but <laughs> well, that sounds very trope heavy it is it's like a sadomasochist anime Thing. Okay. Is it yeah. funny or is it like violent? It knows what it's doing. Yeah, it's, it's kind of tongue in cheek, uh. but still, it's too much. Mm. It's tropey. It's trashy. It's sadomasochistic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like these five guys are the first guys to go to an all-girl school, previously all-girl oh, school, God. and they get in trouble for peeping, and they're put in a secret school prison. Wow. Not before being tied up and whipped yeah, repeatedly by a lady with huge boobs <laughs> who seem to can't find a proper uniform to cover them. Oh man! Okay. <laughs> oh god! It's like Amy. It's yeah, that like, sounds just as bad as I thought it was going to be. Basically, so. a dominatrix. Yeah. yeah. It's the antithesis of the previous of the other show we just talked about. <laughs> it's the exact opposite of also an attacker teacher. Huh. You ever see uh, um, Clamp did it a long time ago? Miyuki Chan in Wonderland. It sounds familiar. It's 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 Alice in Wonderland with like an anime spin, and all and it's Clamp. So all the characters are female. Red Queen is very much like what you just described. <laughs> <laughs> so that is. What's that Clamp show? 
XXXholic. Yeah, Triple Xholic. That show's pretty good. I like that yeah, show. Yeah, tr- yeah. They're, they're generally a, they're a pretty good studio, especially for being an all an all female animation studio slash manga company. Hmm. Also, it's not. It's that show sounds like a porn, but it's not a porn. <laughs> okay, well that's good. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> clarifying. That's the word. <laughs> okay, uh, I haven't done much. Uh, went down to Bad Movie Night last Friday, and uh, that was fun. It's always fun. We've talked about it a million times. Uh, this month it was um, uh, after school special was the theme. So it was a <laughs> bunch of weird like school clips and like stuff like that. And the movie was uh, an 80s horror movie called Slaughter High. <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. I mean, it's it's takes place and like starts in like the 50s for like the first 20 minutes. And, you know, it's all these it's this gang of kids like picking on this one kid. And he ends up getting horribly burned in like a uh, a lab fire because, of course, he is like the science nerd. Only instead of becoming the Toxic Avenger, he just looks like Two Face. <laughs> like half of his face is burned up. And it cuts to like the 80s where they're at their class reunion at the old school that has been abandoned. And it's this kid. He hasn't bulked up. He hasn't hulked out. He's still just this scrawny kid who goes through and, you know, hunts him down. And it's it's part comedy. I mean, they a lot of the I mean, it's kind of gruesome for like a horror, low budget horror, but it's um, it's funny as well. It knows what it is. It knows. Yeah, it knows exactly what it is. And there's like one scene where he's like picking a guy up like with one hand to like hang him up on a wall. And in the next scene, um, this uh, this woman takes a baseball bat and just barely taps him and he just crumples over <laughs> because he's a nerd, you know. But uh, no, I'm it was. Offended. Yeah. And they, they spliced in just the right amount of stuff like they always do. And. It's, uh, I think that's one of my favorite things of Bad Movie Night is when they splice in the jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That It makes the movies bearable. I mean, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Slaughter High was, oh, man, it would be unwatchable without, like, the edits <laughs> and the jokes. How did it compare to Monster High, which was last year's school one, I think? I, d- I don't remember Monster High. It was High. the one that ended with the bas- basketball game for the fate of the universe. <laughs> yes. Okay. It was, uh, no, Monster High was a lot better, I think. They used clips from Monster High. They also, I love that movie. They that also movie use clips fantastic. from, uh, um, what was it, uh, Grabbed by the Ghoulies 3? Oh. Ghoulies Go no, to College? Yeah, Ghoulies get Grabbed by the Ghoulies is that rare game. Oh, that's right, yeah. Just Ghoulies. Just Ghoulies, just ghoulies. okay. <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean, it wasn't as good as Monster High, but it was still, it was pretty good. Pretty good stuff. And they actually also use some clips from, uh, was it Dr. Alien? Dr. Alien. Yeah, a lot of clips One from Dr. Alien. One of the best Alien. bad movie nights uh, yeah, Dr. Alien. I mean, Killer Machine. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I really like the the Christmas one they had with uh oh god what was that movie um Jack Frost no 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 because no, no. they did that one a no the, years like ago. it was like it was like the the Terminator guy who made the crazy faces oh yeah I don't know if you guys went if you two went down to that one it was, I don't think they did yeah it was like a weird like if the Terminator and also Die Hard was set in Christmas <laughs> at a reactor. Yeah. I forget it, what it was called, uh, but it was really bad. As opposed to the one that was Terminator, but if it was Anna Nicole Smith instead of or not Terminator, Die, Die Hard. Hard. Yeah. But that was that was that skyscraper? That was skyscraper. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was bad too. I mean it was great, but yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's the fun thing about going down there to that bad movie night, you know? It's you it's never just, know what you're gonna you get. Know, well yeah, you never know what you're gonna get, but it's it's just the the collective, you know, everyone getting together and laughing at the same thing. And, you know, rel- you know, both celebrating and poking fun at, you know, bad cinema. And there's just not a feeling like it, you know? It's great. Oh, no, it's great. It, it really is. The fact that there's such a, like a, like a cult 
following of terrible oh. movies. Oh yeah, I never would have thought Columbus would have had like that big I, of. I don't a... know. See, I've read a lot of things like talking about like Columbus as it stands now is like a big mecca for like millennials. And That's true. Like that. Yeah, I guess that is true. I mean, how many independent theaters do we have now in Columbus? Quite least, a few. Yeah, at least three. Yeah, there's the yeah. Gateway, there's the Grandview, and there's the Studio, Studio Thirty Five. And then there's the the dinner theater and stuff like that. And yeah, true, true. I mean, it, it's it's really a Drexel. It, it, a Drexel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just really neat to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I'm just glad that they're um they're like franchising it out. Yeah. As well, like he's selling like he's like shipping the tapes to other theaters across the the country. Yeah. Which is great. Oh yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Um. But we get it first. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And that's that's a lot of the fun right there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Plus, it's a bar. Oh well, that <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> I wonder how Doctor Bob's been doing at the Gateway. You know, I haven't heard. I I've kind of wanted to go down to see Doctor Bob. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I mean, he was never terrible. No. It was it was kind of a low rent kind of thing when it was at the Grandview. <laughs> but you know, that could have been. Yeah, but now Studio Thirty Five owns the Grandview. That's true. See. And the Grandview's doing Doctor Who, the new episode of Doctor Who next week. The nineteenth. That's get, cool. Get hype. I do love I do love me some some of that Doctor What's. Doctor What's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really been checking out too much. Um I've been watching a lot of videos on this channel called Super Panic Frenzy, which is part of the, the Philip DeFranco source fed family of channels on, on YouTube. Mm. And uh I've been watching this one girl, Raina Scully. She has this segment called WTF Japan, where she plays... Oh, you posted that on my Facebook wall. I, yes, I watched I, that. I did. Yeah. A, he, she plays weird games from Japan. A lot of them are really pervy dating sims. Some are just really, really, really messed up. Mm. Like the one I posted to Cody is about a game where they take this trope of from animes and things of a girl who is so in love with a guy that she will do anything to make sure they are together. And if they cannot be together, she makes cer- certain that um, no one can have him. Oh, that's... To the point where where she'll kill the dude. Yep. That's or crazy. Like... Yeah. It's a weird game. That's a trope. Yeah, that's yeah. A trope. It's, it's a weird, weird game. But apparently the, the, the actual way you play it is you have to talk to the other girls in the school and gain popularity and notoriety until your senpai or your superior the object of your affection notices you yeah no yeah and says hello <laughs> and then once he says hello is then when you go on your killing spree well, wow yeah, you can't until you're noticed by senpai exactly or else you can't win the game okay yeah <laughs> um she played this weird wii game where it's basically like that game show hole in the wall oh okay yeah classic but um but it but you're like a bunch it's called like Pretty Muscle Parade or something. Oh, like. Muscle Parade! Yeah. I played that. Yeah, that game's ridiculous. Yeah, where you get like strike like poses and go through whole like the holes that appear in walls mm-hmm. of the muscle men that are running in front of you. It's yes. like a big like train. Yeah, it's yeah. a big train. Trying muscle to, train. Yeah, trying to catch <laughs> the person who stole your protein powder. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> it's just a bunch of weird stuff. It was just really funny and interesting too. She one of her biggest gripes is because she lived in Japan for so long and she's like completely fluent and can read it and write it and all that stuff is the really bad translations for some of these games. Like one of the games she plays, it's not particularly bad or anything. Just the translations of the written text are awful. <laughs> Get some of that English. 
Oh, it's bad. Like, uh, like at one point they said, some, like, tried to say laboratory, but it was something weird. And she goes, really? Really? You might as well just put an R in there because that would have been better than what you just did. <laughs> Hire me to be your translator because this is garbage. Oh, jeez. It was this. It is really funny. I, I watched a lot of those over the last few days, and then I um, what else? Oh, I've been sort of watching Cheers. Oh, nice. With uh, with my wife. Okay. Like pre coach or post coach? Uh, both. Okay. We we've been going through from the beginning. Oh wow. Okay. She originally was watching Frasier, and uh, then went to Cheers. She kind of went backwards. Get those toss salad and scrambled eggs. Yeah, she kind of went backwards. They're coming again. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, we went through the coach seasons, and now we're now we're into the uh, the Woody seasons. Woody with uh, Christy Alley. Oh, okay, yeah. After. See, those those are the ones that I remember. But from what I hear, like the early seasons are kind of the better ones. Um, kinda. Woody definitely feels that kind of coach angle of having that character who's so unbelievably dumb. Well, Coach had the old folksy like. Well, he got hit in the head a lot. When yeah, he played baseball. That's the, how they. That's how they explain coach. And, and Woody was just dumb. Yeah, Woody's just dumb. Yeah. But it's so weird seeing Woody Harrelson so young. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like especially when he first shows up, mm-hmm. it's like, oh my god, this just a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, and then like Chrissy Alley like pops up. I'm like, man, pretty much bef- the only thing I've ever really known you from was fat actress no no her reality her pseudo reality yeah, show i remember that show no but uh look who's talking oh okay see i remember as uh savik from the star trek movies yeah she was that it's yeah. really i, I that's kind of reminds me i saw i read this article of like actors who were in star trek movies that you didn't mm-hmm. realize like kelsey grammer was kelsey, in. well kelsey grammer was on an episode of uh ds9 because he was um he they shared the set for frazier no, he was in an old star trek movie too he was in a movie too. Yeah, I, yeah he's, he... he's in a Star Trek movie. Okay. Imagine if he played Khan. <laughs> you know, that was one of my Niles at <laughs> at Hell's Heart. I stab at thee, Niles, <laughs> Maris. <laughs> uh, I really do like Frasier, though. Has... I I kind of teared up on the last episode. Oh yeah, like when he's saying goodbye to like everyone, and like he's in the radio station, and you can see the entire cast in like the window behind him. Mm-hmm. It was it was as far as final episodes of series go, that one was probably one of my favorites. That's cool. I never watch final episodes of anything. I can't handle it. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I never watched Parks and Rec's ending. I've watched every Thirty Rock episode, but the last one. Jeez, you're like the Doctor. You hate endings. Yeah. And yeah. Goodbyes. You know I. I never watched The Office's ending, but I watched the Michael Scott when he left, and I figured that was as good as any. Yeah, but he comes yeah. back for the end. That's true. I guess he I, did. I, yeah, I watched Michael Scott leave, but I never watched the last episode of The I fell off The Office before uh, it yeah. got to the end anyway. Yeah. I really liked The Office. The, the the last season or so does get a little... Well, they knew it was coming. They yeah. knew the end was coming. Yeah. And, you know, what are you going to do with Jim and Pam once they, you know get married and have the kids and mm-hmm. that's, that's the one about, thing that like really eh. bugs me with like bones like oh I re- yeah i really love the show bones and then when they finally got married i was like is that the end and like no it's not the end we were like two seasons after and now they're having another kid and i'm just like i really want this show to Baby end bones. <laughs> i really want this show to end it's yeah. not as good as it used to be that and they're having that weird spinoff or that weird um crossover episode with sleepy hollow coming up yeah, that's a weird idea. Bones and Sleep Hollow? I know, really? it makes no sense at all. Yeah, like... <laughs> it's the... called Sleepy Bones. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, God, that's weird. Like, 
the inclusion of supernatural elements into Bones pretty much negates like the entire the thing. entirety of Bones. That's because it's all about the super science and Brennan being explaining everything through science. Yeah, or hollow bones. I was gonna like, say like that. what I was birds gonna... have <laughs> and velociraptors. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's weird. I mean, if you want to cross over anything, now granted, I know it's not on Fox, but you know, Supernatural would have been a perfect fit. For, yeah, for Sleepy Hollow. For Sleepy Hollow, okay. I was gonna say Supernatural, Supernatural and Bones. No, 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 no. <laughs> that would no, not be good. No, 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 no. Super Bones. Super Bones. Super Bones. <laughs> Natural Bones. <laughs> Natural Bones. It's just it's just an hour of a skeleton sitting on a couch. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> that. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't really been doing too much. Just kind of just doing random stupid stuff on the internet. Well, sure. That's well. That's all of us, though. Yeah. That's everybody. And, and looking at all these Star Wars toys, I can't have. Oh we'll yeah, we will we'll, yeah, get, we'll to get into that. <laughs> yeah. I guess I've been watching a lot of Futurama. I, I'm always again, like that's that's what I a lot of times I do. If I've got like 20 minutes to kill, I'm like I could watch an episode of Futurama. Yeah. Three I've been episodes later. To catch up with regular show. It's still good. Oh yeah, I've been I've been burning through like I'm on like season three or four of that. Oh, we're like on season six, but yeah. I mean, it its formula is starting to get you know really show th- show in a bad way. Yeah. But they're also like kind of being self aware about it too. Well, that's good. At least they're kind of pointing out yeah. that you know. There was one where Rigby spilled something on a slide projector and it sparked a little bit, and then he was like, "Huh." Usually something weird happens when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, I mean, I, we just got into the part where uh, um, the intern. Um, oh, Thomas. Uh, yeah, Thomas first shows up. They like don't, a, they don't do anything with him. Uh, no, they never do. Yeah, I think they thought he was gonna breathe some life into it, and then they forgot all about him. Oh. <laughs> uh, and I'll tell you, um, she hasn't popped up for a few episodes. I like CJ a lot more than than. Uh, um, I've got I've got good news for you. She uh, becomes a major character in season six. I I I kind of knew that. I've seen a couple of the newer episodes. I knew that, but I like her a lot more than um. Margaret. Margaret. Yeah. yeah thank you. She fits in with the with them more. She's more like you know one of the two one of the dudes. <laughs> I hate I hate to say. I just that. think her character design is. I don't know. I always think she's cuter <laughs> for some reason. I don't know what kind of what kind of animal bird. is she. She's a cloud. She's a cloud. Yeah, yeah. She's got a cloud head with a normal body. Oh, that's weird. I mean, that's it awesome. Really, is that weird for for regular show? Yeah, <laughs> true. Talking gumball machine. Yeah. Yeah, Talking gumball machine. She gets stormy when she gets mad. Oh nice. yeah, like she like flows out of her clothes and becomes like an, an honest cloud. Huh. Eileen's um, my favorite character. I, I love it. Like the little things before Rigby actually admits that he kind of likes Eileen is like when uh, I think it's a Halloween episode where they're telling spooky stories, and it's about Rigby getting cursed by a wizard for egging a house, and he becomes a house. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good one. And inside the house above the fire... Inside the Rigby house above the fireplace is a picture of Eileen. <laughs> Interesting. That was the first thing Steph. She's like, oh, look, 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 look. <laughs> oh. Pretty much. <laughs> is that the one where something gross happens, and... Um... And Benson throws up gumballs. <laughs> That's one of my favorite jokes. Like something like that would be considered violent if you think about it, like happens and he throws up gumballs. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And then there was like another episode where like Benson is like wrapped in a towel or something and then his towel falls down and like his like 
gumball flap thingies kind of up yeah. <laughs> and everyone's all staring at him and horrified i'm like wait a minute he's naked all the time anyway <laughs> this doesn't make sense well that's regular show it doesn't have to make I sense. i know this is true like all those like theories that regular show is this through the eyes of a couple guys that are, tri- that always, are tripping. always tripping yeah that's <laughs> that's kind of what i thought the show kind of was i think skips has always been my favorite character skips and pops mark hamill i know and it's really crazy, like, how many voices he'll do on that show. Oh, yeah, he does a lot. Because I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I, that's Mark Hamill, that's Mark Hamill. That sounds a lot like the Joker right yeah, there. Yeah, that one where they get stuck on the party bus. Oh, the yeah. The driver sounds exactly like the, the Joker. Joker. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. That's a, that's a Halloween episode, too. Yeah. I like. I really like their Halloween specials. Oh, they're really good. <laughs> they're just telling spooky stories. It's basically a Simpsons Halloween special. Pretty much, yeah. without being as violent. Yeah. Well, do you want to go ahead and take a break here and come back with a little bit of news? Yeah, yeah. 29 Brew Pub and To Die For Cupcakes is a supporter of local radio programs like Nerd Overload. 29 Brew Pub offers wood-fired pizzas and sandwiches, craft beers and local liquors, and To Die For's gourmet cupcakes. They also host a local bike night every Thursday. 29 Brew Pub and To Die For Cupcakes. 1692 Marion Mount Gilead Road, right in front of Office Depot, 740-751-4586, and also on Facebook.
Hey, we're back. That was uh, Don't You Want Me by The Human League, which we picked because I found a uh, YouTube video the other day that replaces all the lyrics with just working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> you should look that yeah. up. And it somehow makes an already really catchy song even catchier. <laughs> like the flu. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, let's get into a little bit of news here. And... Um, Let's start with an easy one. We're all drinking Surge right now. It's back from the grave. Yeah, I, it had come back on uh, Amazon exclusive there for a, a little while. What was it, six months ago or so? Yeah, I bought a couple cases Probably of it. Probably more like a year ago. Yeah, like a year ago. I guess it was a year because it was around Christmas when we. Yeah, it was like it. a year ago. Yeah, and, uh, and it's weird. They decided out of the blue hey, we're going to put it in a bunch of stores as a test market to see if it would sell. And, and, uh, and by a bunch of stores in Marion, that meant the Valero, the Valero. at the north end of town. And that's it. That's the only place. And we have the, have last, the four. last four cans in Marion County. Until they restock. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Cheers. Some Surge uh, cheers. Surge cheers. It probably didn't come up on the mic. It probably not. Clink, clink, clink. <laughs> clink, clink, clink. It's terrible because I've given up soda. But this is no. You had given up soda. I had given up soda. <laughs> Surge and, is the exception. Yes. Yeah. Surge now all the time. I'm gonna have an IV put in me. There you go. But no, it's good. And you know what? Nostalgia is a funny thing. Sometimes I love it. Sometimes I don't. Surge, I'm okay with. I'm okay with the return of Surge. Oh yeah, it's delicious. It's, yeah, it's good. I, yeah. Wish, <laughs> I wish they'd bring fifty fifty back. Fifty fifty. What's that? Fifty fifty was a lemon lime soda I drank a lot when I was a kid. Oh. Ah, okay. Really, really loved it. That sounds like something from the. 50s. Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> How say. old are you? Yeah. <laughs> You've been lying to us. But... <laughs> well, I, 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 I have a, I have a, uh, I actually have to uh, do a ritual every year on my birthday <laughs> to appease the space baby gods to there keep my go. eternal youth. And I skip everywhere I go <laughs> because of the girl that I used to love. That is a reference to something. What is this it? Regular, regular show. show. Okay. It's, it skips backstory. Yeah, they, they did an episode. That oh, was you know what? Backstory. I do remember. I think I remember that one. Because he almost, he got really old there, like, temporarily yeah, or something, Yeah, right? it's because they interrupted the ritual. Yeah. Gotcha. But there's another episode where they go back in time and meet uh, Walks, Skip's younger self. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, so, Boy, so, yeah, that's enough regular show for this Yeah, episode. no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> what is this, Metal Gear? <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, let's go ahead and move on to something else before the uh, sugar of all this surge, like, kicks in we real hard, real bad. Probably in about 20 minutes. But, uh, <laughs> probably. Well, by, the, by the end of the show. There we go. Yeah. Um, no, there's a little bit of news. There's a petition online, actually. That... Imagine that. An online petition. <laughs> yeah, who knew? Um, in an interview How a while original. back, Tommy Wiseau, the guy who directed and starred in The, the Room, like, you know... <laughs> the greatest film of all time. Yes, the, the greatest film. <laughs> um, and in the interview, he made an offhand comment that he would love to direct Fantastic Four 2. So... Yeah, there's a petition for him to direct the sequel to Fantastic Four. I'm for it. Yeah, yes. he couldn't do any worse. Yes, yeah. please. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care if it's Fantastic Four or not. Just any just big budget movie I want to see. I oh, want yeah, to know give what that he would do a, with it. Yeah, give that guy a budget. Yeah, like, give, yeah. A couple million. I, I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, Thing. <laughs> I did not clobber her. I did not. <laughs> Uh, mm. Just like think about it. What would he do? 
Yeah, given unlimited resources that a lot of directors have to work with, what would this crazy man do? <laughs> Everything, your heart's desire. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I don't think he could ever make anything again, though, because he he wouldn't earnestly be trying to make something good. Oh, yeah, he would be trying to make something bad. Yeah. And well, that's what happened to that short film, uh, The House That Drips Blood on Alex. Yeah, it wasn't very good. It wasn't, no. Although, he is going to be in Samurai Cop 2. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> He is, an, he is a, uh, the whole thing is set like in the far flung future where they've unthawed, like the samurai cop has been in cryostasis and yeah. So like the demolition man? Kind of like the demolition man, but like really bad. So like Wait, the demolition, demolition man. good? Yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, but no, Tommy Wiseau is a samurai warrior from the past future. He has a metal mask. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, the the the, tra- the teaser trailer for the for uh, Samurai Cop Two actually has him like delivering like the final like this big long um, speech or whatever with a sword above his head, and he flubs it halfway through the speech <laughs> and just keeps going. <laughs> and they kept it. Oh my god! It's gonna be great. But uh, but no, you know what? Give Wiseau a chance. Why not? Give Wiseau a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag 2015. Oh man. Oh man. Just think if he. Worked on Fantastic Four too. He would be working with San, uh, with uh, Stan Lee. <laughs> Is Stan, did Stan Lee even make a cameo? In no, the he movie? didn't. That was one of the many problems with Fantastic Four. <laughs> Lack of Stan Lee. Yep. He probably doesn't even want to be part of it. No. But granted, I did read that Stan Lee hasn't seen the new one yet. Yeah, he wasn't in it. Why does he need to see it? <laughs> oh. He knows what happens. <laughs> yeah. He. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote it like. A hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah. Almost. Yeah. Almost literally a hundred years ago. No. Well, it's been a long time. At I'm, least 60. I'm making a joke that Stanley is old. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. How dare you? <laughs> did you hear, did you ever hear that theory? Like the fan theory of why Stanley is on all the movies is he secretly the watcher. Yeah. I read oh, that it makes somewhere. sense. I mean, I like it. Why not? Yeah. I d- hope it pans out before, you know, yeah, let's not talk about that. That's real, that's real sad stuff. This is not a sad time. Stanley will live forever. Let's move on to the next news article. <laughs> um, yeah, next news article. We'll stick with some Marvel stuff. Um, there's a new uh, comic in the same vein as the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl and, you know, some of the other stuff that's coming out. It's the called stuff. The Good Stuff. Yeah, The Good <laughs> Section, <laughs> heretofore known as The Good Part of, Mar- of Marvel. Um, it's called uh, Patsy Walker, a.k.a. Hellcat. And the interesting thing is being written by uh, Kate Leth, who is a uh, in, um, mostly an indie comics writer for the most part, an artist. She's yeah. a really talented artist. She she wrote what the new Fraggle Rock series, mm-hmm. Bravest uh, Warriors, Edward uh, oh, Scissorhands. Yeah, that's it. Let's see the uh, she's writing it with art by Brittany Williams, and it has this really neat like animated kind of style. Yeah, to I it. love it's, that. It's look. really cool looking, and it's it's very Archie esque. It is, and it actually makes sense because that is where the character kind of originated. Here's the thing with Patsy Walker before she was a superhero and Marvel Comics was like a big superhero thing. Uh, Marvel or Timely uh, tried to rip off Archie and Patsy Walker was the was their Not Betty, 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 Betty Lodge. No, no, Veronica Lodge. Yeah, Veronica and Betty, Lodge and Betty. Oh, my God. <laughs> Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just go with that. Betty White and Veronica Lodge. Well, she was like the she was like the Veronica to the in the Archie ripoff book, basically. 
and the character was unused for years until she came back in uh, as a side character in like a beast from the X-Men solo series and eventually got like cat based superpowers and has been kind of a staple of the company ever since. And uh, it's great that she's getting her own book. Uh, she's been a, uh, a sidekick character to um, most well, most recently She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she was one of my favorite parts of the She-Hulk run yeah and they're actually introducing the character into the uh, jessica jones uh netflix series so she is actually going to pop up whether she's hellcat or not she's uh going to pop up in the netflix she's gonna be there stuff yeah. she's gonna be around it seems like this is kind of but not really a tie-in to aka jessica jones kind of it's they're well they're releasing the comic around the same time as jessica jones comes out on netflix but the the two the series and the comic are not going yeah. to cross it's it's not a tie-in but it gives people it gives yeah. it gives people like maybe people who don't know maybe a a preview of what this character is about. Yeah. I mean they put the AKA in the title. Yeah. Yeah, they did do that. Well, it's like when they um, you know, they put a Howard the Duck comic a couple months out out a couple months after Guardians. His cameo in Guardians. Yeah. So it's brand synergy is what it, it bra- is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which is smart business. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm excited for it. You know what? It's it has a very high potential of crossing over with Squirrel Girl because it looks like it's going to be that same kind of yeah. goofiness, goofy style. And Kate Leth and Ryan North are buddies. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. Um, oh, Did I forgot Power Up. She does Power Up, which is her like original thing, and yeah. that's really that's a really good comic. Mm-hmm. I read the first one. It's good. Yeah. Do you see that uh, Misty Knight's going to be in Jessica Jones? Yeah, with with her robot arm and everything. I know. I'm excited. That's pretty awesome. Cause she's a um, she's actually a, a Iron Fist supporting character more than anything. Yeah, but isn't she like? Didn't she date Luke Cage or Iron Fist? Iron Fist. Iron yeah. Fist. Yeah. Iron Fist. Iron Fist. How many kind times can we say <laughs> Iron Fist? Iron Fist. <laughs> you know, Danny. Yeah. But you know, uh, it, it'll, it'll be nice. More characters for the Defenders. Yeah. And you know what? They're you know if they're going to crank more and more characters into these because, you know, look at daredevil season two, mm-hmm. you know, they have the Electra, they have, um, Punisher, Punisher. They're going to be adding a bunch of other characters to it. So it's, you know, it's good stuff. Marvel's really like really getting into these things. Oh, sure. Because daredevil did so, so well. Oh, it's, but Jessica it's so good. Jones is sounding real good. Jessica Jones is looking, but really, also really it good. has the potential of going into really dark places. Oh God. Yeah. It's going to be rough. Well, they've said that, you know, if, if Daredevil is a crime drama, this is like a psychological thriller. So it's going to be a di- really weird tone. Thanks for ruining David Tennant for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Apple had a, a thing, a press conference. <laughs> they did. Today, uh, they revealed a bunch of new stuff. Uh, apparently, most of it's just crap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, to be blunt. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really do a whole lot. They uh, they announced the new 6S, right? Yeah, which, uh, what's the difference? 6S, 6S Plus, different color. Yeah. yeah. And they dropped the price on some of the phones, but you know what? Yeah. Most people who already have the phones have them. Yeah, pretty much. They added gaming and apps to the Apple TV, which initially sounds really awesome, but it's there's a 200 megabyte limit on any apps on it, which is inexcusably tiny for this day and age yeah and see that's the the biggest the problem with that is the uh, apple tv doesn't because i have an, an uh, older apple tv and it doesn't support um network storage like it, you wow. can't natively just plug in like a, a network to drive into it and make it work you have to have a computer running with itunes going 
to run it from like a, a storage drive to the thing. Yeah, that's why I have to have my computer on up here every time I want to try to watch something downstairs. That's dumb. It's really weird. It's be- and the Apple TVs themselves have no internal storage, like like hardly any, like enough to run an app, and that is it. And if they're going, if Apple really wants to break into the gaming market, because you know that's what you know they're really trying to do that. They're not doing a very good job it's, of trying. Yeah, it's yeah. not great. The big thing they showed was Crossy Road, which. Don't get me wrong, Crossy Road's a great game, but it's not something you're going to impress people with with your... I mean, this is worse than the Ouya. Yeah. (laughs) And nobody liked the Ouya. (laughs) Except, you know, it's fun to say. Ouya. Ouya. Yeah, like, say it like uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Ouya. Ouya. Nothing came out for that. It was like the end gauge all over again. Yeah, Yeah, right. But and the weirdest thing is this: um, the gaming on the uh, the new Apple TV it doesn't uh, support um, iPhone com- like tethering, which is dumb. You, so you, you would have an instant controller with your phone, which would be brilliant. But no. Yeah, I mean the the closest thing you can get is uh, um, the AirPlay. Like you can actually AirPlay. At least with the older one, you can AirPlay stuff from your phone screen to the TV. But that's not the same. Yeah. It's weird. It's very weird. It's like they really half-heartedly did it, like. They're and like, like their their games that they showed for it were more like pleasant diversions than actual yeah. gaming experiences. Yeah. It's like, well, I guess we can do games. Yeah. Eh. Like you're not going to want to play a game that's under 200 megabytes and basically something on your phone in front of your TV. That's not how it works. Yeah. Well, you don't want to play Candy Crush on your TV? <laughs> no, I don't want to play it on my phone, but that <laughs> <laughs> But like well, there's no reason for the average person to to play Candy Crush on their TV. It makes me wonder if this Apple TV is like the um, the halfway point between the this and the next like big Apple product. Yeah, yeah. Like they're testing the waters to see if people will play games even if they're not great games to see if there's enough interest to build like a, a dedicated gaming yeah. If they made console. like an all-in-one media machine like what like what the Xbox 1 wanted to be before yeah. they messed everything up. Yeah, like, like if if Apple made something like that, that would probably work. Yeah, like if they took something a little bit bigger, like they took the internal guts of like a um, a Mac, like a uh, what were they? God, what were, what were they called? They were like the they were like candy colored, and they had they iMac. had the screen iMac iMac. If yeah, they the had iMac. like the guts from the guts from an iMac without a screen, and the operating system from the Apple TV, uh, you do something like that, and yeah, you'll have something that could rival. You know, though I'm sure that an iPad, a newer iPad, is more powerful than an iMac nowadays. Well, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. Kind of a similar or thing. Like a MacBook, like yeah, a MacBook. like a low end MacBook with with no screen that you just you know just has an HDMI plug that you just plug in. But I I don't I just it's it's puzzling. Why would they? And if they leaned hard on streaming games mm-hmm. like that too, like PlayStation Now, that would might work for them. Yeah, but it's like they they don't want to commit to it. Like I said, I think they're trying to test the waters. Yeah, I think it's more of a they're unsure, so they're trying to not dump too much money into it. There was there was so many rumors flying around how about how it was going to support PlayStation Now. Oh God. Or or that Reggie was going to show up and they were going to have one of their mobile games. Oh jeez. And none of that happened. It was a big disappointment for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, they're you know they're saying the NX is going to be at least partially mobile, so which I don't know if I want. You know? Yeah, it's too early to tell. Yeah. 
But uh, but no, actually, speaking of Apple uh, Apple stuff and Nintendo, uh, the first um, the first iPhone Nintendo game came out from the Pokemon Company. Yeah. yeah, it's Pokemon Shuffle, the thing that you could get on your Game Boy for free for like forever. It works so much better on the phone, though. Really? I actually want to play it on my phone, whereas if I'm playing my DS, my 3DS, anything you know, anything is better. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're on your phone, you just want to play something stupid to kill time. It's perfect. See, and that's and that's cool. I mean, it, it has those in-app purchases, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's... I mean, it's basically energy oh, you know, yeah. to keep playing. You get a good 15, 20 minutes out of it before you'd have to pay every time, which is about all you could stand to play it before you get bored. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, it, it's very much like a puzzle quest, Candy Crush kind of with Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. But no, um, do you think this? I mean, you said you liked it. Is this a good, like a good first, strong first outing for like their Nintendo's shift towards mobile? Do you yeah, think? I, th- I think it's more the Pokemon companies doing. That's than true. Nintendo's. Yeah, I guess it is true. But yeah. you know, if they have more stuff like that, that's cool. I mean, yeah. it limits the amount of you can spend too. Really? Yeah. Well, that's good. You can at only least. spend so much a month, so. Oh, that's you know that's so the kids who you know accidentally get into their parents' phones and you know they don't charge like thousands of dollars in in Pokemon Shuffle monies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's a solid puzzle game. It reminds me a little bit of uh, the Puzzle and Dragons. Okay. Do you think they're going to bring that to phones at some point? Mm, even, I think they even said if it's they the Mario. They I think they said they weren't going to do any ports. Oh, that's. But good. then again, this is a port, so yeah. who knows? Yeah. But again, that's Pokemon Company and yeah, which are a little bit outside of Nintendo. It's weird how it works. Yeah, yeah, they're like they're separate, but they're not. They're separate but exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> they no, no, they're actually not because of Ten Tenbo the the elephant, right? Oh yeah. And that's that's you know that's Game Freak, which is the Pokemon company essentially, right? Yeah, and then Sega published that. Yeah. Weirdly <sighs> enough, not the first time Sega's published a Game Freak game either. Yeah. That's true. So yeah, Game Freak's more like a second party developer than they are first party. Yeah, it's just they've been working exclusively on Pokemon for so long; it's kind of hard to distinguish between, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Nintendo probably owns some part of Pokemon. I don't know. More than likely, yeah, I would assume they probably own the rights to the Pokemon characters. I don't know. Or at least partial distribution, maybe, Mm, because they they, they're tied in with the cartoon as well, correct? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? It's it's all it's a business. business. Business, business, business. Legal. Yeah, so what do you suppose the next step's going to be? I don't know. I hope something Mario-related. I want, I want a they Mario would, time. They would there. almost have to, yeah. Yeah, I'll bet they come out of the gate with Mario will be their first thing, some kind of Mario. I, yeah, that makes sense. Even if it you know what would be cool is some tie-in with Mario Maker. I was just thinking the same thing. I don't know how they would be able to tie like, it in like but... maybe you can't play the levels but you can make them yeah true that would be because i mario with touch controls would be a nightmare it would be disgusting that would be pretty rough <laughs> i would throw up while playing it <laughs> although if they if they like downsize the screen and put the the touch controls on the sides like it's a pseudo controller no no still no, no. God, no. <laughs> okay i can barely play mario on a keyboard if it's emulated oh yeah well true it, it you have to have a controller <laughs> That's that's the other reason why I don't think they'll do any ports of games because a lot of Nintendo's games need buttons yeah. just to feel right. True. I mean, I could see a, a Luigi's Mansion style thing where you have to tap on the ghosts. Yeah. Something something simple. Yeah, Nintendo's smart enough to actually utilize the touchscreen 
instead yeah. of trying. Well, they've to been work working on it long it. enough. Yeah, you know, with the with the 3ds yeah. and the they kind Wii U of and stuff. invented playing games with the touchscreen. They kind of did, yeah. <laughs> do you want to move on to Force Friday? But yeah, let's do it. Last week was Force Friday, the big marketing brouhaha for the new Star Wars movie that doesn't come out for three months. Your toys. <laughs> this is only three months away, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. God, it's crazy. 99 days. Total Force Awakens. But it's oh, so man. weird that they release all the merch. Well, not all the merchandise, but so much of the merchandise before the movie's even out. Well, they got to get ahead of the game. I mean, people are going to be wanting this stuff. Yeah. I yeah, guess. like, seriously, I went to just about every place you can go for Force Friday stuff here in town. And almost every area is picked clean. But it's I, ridiculous. I don't want to be like, Star Wars is so commercial now, because that's stupid. Plus, it's it has always, been. It always has been commercial, yeah. They sold kids an empty box. Yeah, with the promise of future toys in the original series. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, like it's, it's dumb to complain about it being commercial, but it's so weird. And, like, the thing that gets me the most is, like, they have, there's, like, these articles on blogs that are, like, hear Kylo Ren's voice for the first time coming out of a four-inch plastic toy. I'm like, no! I don't want, I don't want the voices of characters revealed to me from ancillary merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. People trying to, like, guess the plot from the dialogue in the toys. Yeah, on the back of the yeah. boxes and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I saw, I think it was a Kotaku article, or maybe it was Nerdist, I don't know, extrapolating the plot based on a Lego commercial where BB-8 is running away from a TIE fighter. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is this part of the movie? Is he gonna, is the movie gonna be about the, the Empire trying to get this droid? It's like, I don't know. They've been yeah. there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? This isn't this isn't just Star Wars, though. They did the same thing with Avengers Age of Ultron. Did, like, I, did they? I wasn't paying attention. Not as much. It, not as much. They didn't have like a full day devel- like devoted to it. Although, I guess uh, Free Comic Book Day has kind of become like the... Oh, yeah. The pre, closest thing. Pre-Avengers party. Because that's when they, uh, they released the movies that weekend, usually. Yep. yep. Um... But the, I mean, this is I mean, this is nothing new. It's just that this is like the first time they had like a full blown like this is a Star sun, Wars like a, Day. Yeah, an event. Yeah. And why isn't it May Fourth? It's not close enough to the movie. It's I after. know, but yeah, you would think Force Friday would be the, you know May the Fourth be with you. Nope, September Fourth. Mm. <laughs> it it makes the uh, the trailer now look like a toy thirty a thirty second toy commercial. Yeah. It makes me worry how much of the movie is going to be a two-hour toy commercial. But then again, I mean, Star Wars has always been toyetic. Yeah. It always has been. With all the vehicles and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I mean, th- and we haven't even seen all the merchandise that's out there. Like, I've seen pictures and stuff of things that we haven't gotten yet. Yeah, they've done a good job of keeping it to stuff that's only in the trailers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sort of. Like, they have shown other things that we haven't seen necessarily in the trailer yet, like the flame troopers and things like that, mm-hmm. which look a lot like the snow troopers. they got very similar helmets. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Uh, I love Star Wars, so I, I guess I don't work in retail anymore, so I can understand your gripes of beginning oh, yeah. to really despise it. Oh, yeah. I, I have to hear the Star Wars theme just on a constant loop. From the there's a Disney Infinity display, it just plays constantly. And I could yeah I could see how that would get old super and then, quick. 
you know, on the overhead, they'll play the Star Wars theme too. So, you know, double time Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I love Star Wars and I don't want to feel burnt out on it, but it's starting to make me feel burnt out on Star Wars. Well, then again, like, you know, like, like I said, you, you're, you're right there in it. Yeah. So, you know, that's a little I mean, bit. It's all about a... experiences. I, you know, I work in a dryer plant, so I'm like, <laughs> I get tired of looking at white, white appliances. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, Pretend they're stormtroopers. These I'm, are not yeah. the washers you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of excited. You know, I like a lot of a lot of the toys are really really neat. That BB-8 is awesome. Oh, I know. That $150 yeah. one that you control this with your phone. Close to buying it. Really? I saw. Oh, I, I, so I saw where somebody disassembled the sphere to see how it worked. Yeah, that's crazy. How that little the, the thing stays on top for the most for the most part. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a magnet. His yeah, it's a magnet. That's awesome. Yeah, basically, um, they took the original concept for R2-D2 from back in the 70s and made it real because now the technology is there. And I love it. That's great. I freaking love it. I think BB-8 is easily, quickly becoming my new favorite droid. Mm -hmm. He's so cute. He's cute, and it's, it's, I love the fact that he's he's an honest, is a real thing. He's not CG. Yeah, he has a practical effect. A practical effect, and I love it. I feel sorry for that midget inside the ball, though. Oh, <laughs> like a little hamster ball, <laughs> just running constantly. <laughs> nice. For you, for those of you who don't know, back in the day, R two D two had a a a dwarf actor inside R two D two. What was his name? Uh, I don't know, but I I guess he was at like the it like the script re- writing readings oh, and stuff God, for the new I, one. I should know his name because my folks like saw him at a like a disney world thing and he was like practically passed out like sprawled out because he's he was inside like a a thing uh kenny loggins <laughs> kenny davis no yes no no because that's warwick davis kenny baker do we have kenny baker is it kenny baker kenneth baker kenneth baker, baker. yes yeah they ding, 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 ding. yeah they saw him like you know doing autographs and stuff and later on they saw him and he was just like heat exhaustion <laughs> just laying out and my dad goes my god they've killed Kenny Baker <laughs> just you bastard you... <laughs> perfect I'm gonna get edited again <laughs> it's cool I mean the commercial the commercialization of it is kind of terrible but you can't really get mad because that's the way it's always it's the way been. it's always been there's always yeah. a new line of Star Wars product and it would be it would be foolish for Disney and Lucasfilm or what's left of them to, to not, not yeah monetize on it. Oh, you know? I know it would be. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, come on! Every movie that comes out, there is a huge surge of new toys. Yeah, surge. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, come on! I still have toys from Episode Three that are still in their packages at home. I have some somewhere. I think. I mean, yeah. I was getting a little sad because there for a while there was like barely any new star wars stuff like on shelves like mm-hmm. i would go to walmart all the time and they had like maybe five things and it's been the same five things for like the past four months those black series are pretty awesome i do yeah. love the black series figures and they are really pushing the crap out of the black series everything you have the black series 3.75 inch figures which apparently are not going to be like a walmart exclusive mm-hmm. you have the black series six inches which the, are the really cool ones the six inch ones yeah, i like those a lot oh i know i just hate the fact that they're marvel like they're they're marvel legends 20 dollars a pop well, yeah, and some of the some of the quality is not that great on some of them. I really want some that Marvel Legends Captain Marvel one they have. 
I know with the interchangeable heads. Yeah. With, with the yeah. mohawk. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Isn't that, uh, that's the one, that's the, like, like a series tour ago with the Odin figure. Yeah. Yeah. You should start seeing those po- get, go down in price a little bit. I, I would hope. hope. So. I hope. Yeah. But uh, let's see here. Um, they made, they brought the back the titanium uh, ship Yeah, toys. I saw those the other day. Mm-hmm. Those were cool. I have a bunch of the old ones. Mm-hmm. Um, the bases aren't as nice as my old ones. They're just basically plastic. Mm-hmm. But those are Titanium Black Series. The, they have new Force FX lightsabers. Including, Black Series. Including the Kylo Ren uh, Yeah, which crossbar. is $200. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, I saw it online. It is $200. I, I'm very disappointed that the Poe Dameron uh, X-Wing Lego is $80. Yeah. I know, right? Um, oh, well, the, the um, Ray's speeder one. I think I'm going to buy that one. Yeah, the, like, the, the giant um, um, popsicle. ice cream popsicle. Yeah. yeah. I do like it. Um, yeah. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. It uh, has that rough uh, used future look that Star Wars stuff should have. Yeah, especially on it being a, 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 a scrap kind of like dealer that she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, know, I think she lives – I think I saw in some of the concept art she like lives in an old – crashed out uh, ATAT walker. That's awesome. That is cool. And I love like her goggles are like the eye plates from an old stormtrooper helmet. Yeah. That is cool. Also, it's cool that so much of the merchandise has a person of color and a woman. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Uh I'm I'm excited for 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 um what's his name? Finn? Finn. Finn Although yeah. there are hints that his name might not actually be Finn. Because his stormtrooper designation was FN dash something something something, uh, so Finn could be a code name for something else. Huh. My guess is it's Calrissian. Oh, that'd be awesome! Yeah, I'm. You know what? I'm calling it now. You've been right in the past. I've been right in the past. I think because they're trying so hard to tie everything together to mm-hmm. like the old generation and the new generation. I think if not he if he's not a son or grandson, he has some sort of relation to Lando Calrissian. That'd be cool. Um, but we do know from the from the new poster, which I love the fact that they keep bringing back the artist who painted all the other ones. The Drew Struzan, I think yeah. his name is. Yeah. yeah. Um, he is the Jedi character. Mm-hmm. So awesome. That's pretty. Though great. I thought it was going to be Ray, but I'm 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 okay she, with I'm okay with Ray not being the Jedi. She's going to be the Lady Han Solo of this movie, Probably. which is awesome. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm into that. Um, Captain Phasma. Cool. I'm into yeah, and great. I haven't heard her voice yet, and I haven't seen her face, and I'm fine with it. That's fine. Yeah, my, I think my favorite thing so far was some dude on on Star Wars's official Facebook page talking about it's like I'm not trying to sound sexist or anything. Red flag right there. <laughs> yeah, but it's really hard to tell there's a woman in that armor. Well, that's the point. And Star Wars uh, replied to him saying, "It's a woman, period, in armor, period." It doesn't have to look feminine. And I freaking love it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, she is quickly becoming my Boba Fett. I've barely seen anything her do anything, and I don't care because she just looks so freaking cool. She looks cool. a cool cape. Mm-hmm. The, got the cape, got the silver armor. I heard I, heard, I had to school some guy because I was talking to him, and he's like, he's like, that's like Boba Fett's like son or something. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. It's a woman, and she's the captain of the Stormtrooper Corps. That's awesome. Listen, we could keep going yeah, on I this know, forever, but we we got to wrap up, unfortunately. Uh, you've been listening to Nerd <laughs> to Overload. The, to the Star Wars show. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, check us out each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdoverloadwebsite. 
You can uh, tweet at us on the Twitters at nerd underscore overload. Or you could email any questions or comments or song requests. Yeah. At staff at nerdoverload.com. Yep, we would love to hear from you. You know what? I'm going to put this question out there. Sure. Audience, email us and tell us either who's your favorite Star Wars character or maybe what you would like to see in the new movie. Either one, yep. If you send us an audio file, we can play it during the show. Even better, that's right. But you don't have to do that. You can no, write you can just too. write it. Yeah, if you don't, if you're feeling shy, that's fine. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, thanks for listening, and we will be back next week. May the force be with you. Pizza out. This show was sponsored in part by Twenty Nine Brew Pub and Wood Fired Pizza, and To Die For Cupcakes. <laughs>